The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It is 8.06 on The Morning Jam. We love having this guy, especially when he's willing to talk about cookies. He is the political analyst, though, for many of the uh, TV stations, and we're privileged to have him on the Virginia Talk Radio Network, Dr. Bob Denton, this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. And we're going to address the cookie question. Let's get the important stuff out of the way first. Uh, what's your What's your favorite cookie, sir? Well, you know... I don't have a sweet tooth. I don't eat desserts. I have a black Russian or a second martini. Is what I, do. <laughs> I love it. Well, good for you. Oh, see, uh, sweets are not my my thing either. Uh, yeah, I get it. I'll I'll make yeah. them for my kids and stuff, but that's not what I'm tempted by. It's usually the the salty stuff that'll oh, get savory. me. Get yeah, you. Okay. nuts and things like that. Well, we just had the um, New Hampshire, you know, primary take place, and of course, Nikki Haley came in you know she did okay i mean she i think it was 43.1 trump had 54.5 that was the last number i saw yesterday that may have changed just slightly 11 point lead um significant but not enough for her to jump out of the race and we've got a lot of people asking well nikki why are you staying in and you have a take on that well i mean there's several things um uh, both short term and long term look the next two weeks are critical for her is she going to have the money? Are the Koch brothers and others, are they going to fund her? And how far, but certainly can run a race in South Carolina. Did she get a bump in the polls? We'll see. She goes back and says, look, I was your governor twice, and this is what I did. I am a South Carolinian. I have served you and what have you, and kind of take a head-to-head look in terms of trying to be viable, still be very close if she goes in second then can she go in terms of super tuesday the backstory on this is though it's about delegates mm-hmm. i mean if you look at the collecting of delegates and 42 percent of voters said trump wouldn't be fit to serve mm. as president if convicted of a crime that's up from 31 percent from the exit polls in iowa oh wow the thinking is the thinking is come summer Mm-hmm. In fall, Trump is going to be up to his eyeballs in court yeah. and allegations in 91. If he starts then going down a little bit, she is collecting delegates. If yeah. it gets to the convention, okay, I have all these states. Yeah, I came in second. If Trump is really in bad shape, there may be a decision. Last person standing. Good Lord, so it's like the world's worst game of chicken that we're playing. Is. But it is a short-term strategy. Can I survive South Carolina? Get the money. Let me make my appeal. But listen, you got to see some movement within two weeks. Right. Two weeks or so. It's not until the actual uh, voting then. So there's a long-term strategy. And in the meantime, let's also be clear about this. The longer that even in South Carolina, that helps Biden because the two-person race benefits him mm-hmm. it puts more damage in terms of going against uh, trump and trump didn't have a good couple of weeks i mean he's beginning to look uh, favor biden a little bit in that memory and where am i and was i and where was i and that kind of uh he referred going to nikki as nancy pelosi several times in a row in a speech just recently mm. yeah and mm-hmm. i mean and, and you put all those clips together yeah, they look about as bad as Biden's. All those clips together, right? Yeah. And um, so, the next two weeks 
or really kind of uh, kind of critical. But there is a long-term strategy. For example, out of New Hampshire, Trump got 12 delegates. Haley got nine. Oh, okay. So she got nine. I, I was thinking it was eight. So she's even better than I thought by one. Yeah. And one makes a difference at this point. Yeah. Well, it's about the delegates. And that's why, okay, if Trump gets in the quicksand with all this legal stuff mm-hmm. and it continues, would there be a choice at the convention? And obviously, the only other person with delegates is Haley. Now, I will tell you something that's very critical. If she could get a debate with Trump before the South Carolina primary and call him chicken. What? You you say yeah. you want to do Biden? You won't even debate a woman? What's wrong with you? Right. And, yeah, and that she, might get him. She could goad him because the first thing he did when he stand up winning New Hampshire was what? But who's that lady in the pretty dress mm. coming out as if she was winning? I mean, that bugged mm-hmm. him. Her coming out early, which was smart, that actually came from um, uh, Clinton kind of a uh, factoid when yeah. he come back kid when he really at that point not so much so but it was about the framing that speech she gave was one of the best I've heard her period right on point um, coming out early smart so, but you so can't you, you can't deny though that Lindsey Graham Tim Scott yeah. that certainly is going to hurt her in North Car- uh, South Carolina I don't see how it cannot and the governor. And that is um, absolutely true. And, and, and I must say I was surprised at Tim Scott. I didn't know that he wanted to be VP so bad. Right. Uh, that, 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 um, that, I don't know. Of course, that's just me. But it, it, that bothered me. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, you, but you're absolutely right there. Um, Trump has a lot. But can she make the appeal? Yeah. Look what I did. Sure. And look what you do with among the independents, but also in terms of the women. Mm-hmm. And um, so it might be competitive. But again, if she comes in single digit, even close in South Carolina, people say, well, now you're done. No, if the money if is the there, money's there. Yeah. Do you think they own for delegates? I think, you know, there's this whole idea of they continue on, even though they a lot of them say, well, we're continuing on to the next, and then they resign within 24 hours. I think in the Nikki Haley camp, they really believe that she can pull this off, don't they? Well, there is that, but even more importantly, sorry to say this in a way. That's okay. But the big shots with Coke and all of those with their money, yeah, they are never Trumpers. Mm-hmm. How much of their own wealth are they willing to spend because they do not want Trump on the ballot? And here's another thing. Third-party candidates will play a role like never before. Yeah. Like never campaigned before. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at collective, whether it's uh, no labels, whether it's all the others there, um, you start taking 14 15%, it's going to be critical. That's part of the calculus. And so that's another thing is what will the role of third parties play? And that can make a difference in some of the states that were not. For the first time, so about two weeks ago, I started getting in some of the interactions or what have you, seeing some of the activity that, guess what? Right now, Virginia is in play for the Republicans. Popularity of Youngkin. Mm-hmm going to be played a little bit there. Democrats have 
some Virginia, like, oh, my goodness, not quite as blue or guaranteed. Virginia might be among the first, you know, 10 or so swing states that they're looking at. And part of that is calculus is the impact of potential third party. So right now it's all kind of cloudy, but it's very dynamic in terms of. So you've got to get beyond South Carolina, look mm-hmm. at the broader picture going into the fall, and some of the negative in terms of still 60% of the people do not want to see Biden or Trump. So this is a very unique and dynamic situation going forward. Do you, what are we going to find out? And we touched on this when you and I talked on the phone before we went live here. What are we going to learn about Nikki Haley in the next 30 days that we didn't want to know? Well, um, all the opposition research is going to be thrown out. The closer and the more Nikki Haley moves in the polls, the more you're going to hear everything from very personal about infidelity, Mm -hmm. um, some financial things coming. Trump has already hinted at, like, what should be investigated and be financed and, you know, all this stuff. Um, and so it's all there and ready. Mm-hmm. Chris Lafavita, who is running Trump's campaign, you know he's a Virginian. Mm-hmm. Um, he had worked on the George Island campaigns. His daughter is actually the communication director of the, uh, the lieutenant governor here in Commonwealth of Virginia right now. Oh, wow. He will, former Marine uh, and, and Purple Heart uh, in service to this nation, um, it'll be hardball. I'm just going to tell you right now. Right. So the closer and more competitive it gets, the more that you're going to see, and it's going to be anything and everything. Um, and um, from financial, from the infidelities and, 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 and uh, other things that will be, uh, will be rolling out to try to destroy the character. I, w- I want you to fast forward. And this is not fair, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to fast, <laughs> fast forward to November. And it's election night. And let's just assume that we're going to know some real numbers election night. I hope to God that we do. Um, But let's say Virginia leans towards Trump. Florida is going to go Trump. What's the other state on the East Coast that's sort of iffy if it goes Trump that he could run the table if Florida and Virginia, let's say, go Trump? What's that other other state? along this eastern coast or maybe working towards the midwest that's one that like oh my god it's going trump well there's some question about north carolina even mm-hmm. though right now it's a it's a it's a pink um and um and so if you're talking about a critical switch and must win i think um uh, north carolina certainly has to be there the way of looking at it is is what would be the, the real battleground states and whether it still survives till then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but I would say, of course, the presumption is North Carolina is going to be one of those kind of in play, but it's leaning toward Republican. Um, but that's hard to, boy, that's hard to see. I was surprised that given Virginia and the presidential kind of contest that um, that we would even this early be talked about as potentially in play. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, you remember, we have other races 
um, that would impact turnout. So it has 76 or 70 percent turnout of registered voters. It's hard to see Virginia uh, being in play in terms of Republicans. But the fact that that's in that larger group of about uh, 14 or so, rather than the six that everyone says it's going to come down to or so, um, that's kind of uh, uh, interesting at this point. But my goodness, the crystal ball I have, you know, it, uh-huh. I broke mine years ago. <laughs> my, yeah. I dropped the damn thing and it's just yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's just so hard to predict anything uh, anymore. Nothing seems logical or or predictable, that's for sure. Well, as always, we thank you for your insights, Dr. Bob. We appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing those with us. We look forward to talking to you again. Oh, absolutely. You're always very kind and fun. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dr. Bob. And, you know, remember, he he opted out for the drink instead of the cookies. Right. Probably a smart movie. Look, by the time this election cycle's over, we'll all be reaching for the drink and not the cookies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're probably right there, Rose. 819 here on the Morning Jam. We'll have... Another life hack for you coming out of the break. Thanks for being here. If you do want to comment on what Dr. Bob said or anything that we've talked about, give us a call, 866-916-3776. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 